sorry. Yes. So I think yesterday worked. Yeah. I like mean, it did. did. We still got some tweaking to do here because now we had some pre-show difficulties because yeah, like too close because zoom froze well like i i need to zoom probably me in because my camera is no joke probably four to five feet away from my face your camera is probably like two to three feet not even yeah it's two two at most and and unfortunately i i would put it further away but i this is as far back as this thing can go. Right. Um, on the desk. I actually, uh, for whatever it's worth, I didn't really talk about this, but I, the desk I have been using for the past couple of years, I actually just replaced it with a, an identical desk that, uh, identical in width, but deeper. Mm -hmm. it's, as, it's as deep as I could get it, specifically to move the monitor back and not have it, like before I had it on like a separate, like I actually at one point I had it on this thing, but... Mm -hmm something behind the desk and i'm like i just want this kind of cleaner look but it's 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 a little too close you know but i can't i, I can't zoom it there's nothing in the software that let me zoom out i guess well, yeah you know? yeah yeah that's in the prime because like if you look here like how much space i have above my head versus how much yeah, space you have above yours here I, looks actually looks fine but in this view it's like i i kind of want to be a little taller but i could probably make you taller but it's maybe you know, we're getting there. I tried th this episode now, ho assuming that it's recording as expected, I tried to balance mm -hmm. your audio comes in higher than mine. So I lowered yours. We'll see if that, okay. um, right. I, can, I can see the monitoring now. It's closer than it was yesterday. Okay. So we'll, see. Don't know. we'll see. It's yeah, we've, we've completely changed our little setups here. I, but the thing is, this is the weirdness of computers, windows, whatever it is. I don't know. I, I, this thing's this computer sits here. I use it mostly in the mornings, um, sometimes in the afternoons too. But I, mm -hmm. you know, I don't touch. It's not like I screw with it, right? So I came in this morning. You know, we connected and uh, couldn't see the video. Uh, wouldn't work with the camera, mm -hmm. and uh, I was having uh, your your video to me looked like that. I don't know what to call this. Is probably a term for it, but where the video uh, is blotchy and low quality and it looks almost like a painting yeah and you were like stuttering along at like three frames a second and then i rebooted and that actually solved both those problems but maybe not unrelated to this i have an issue with the uh well i, I i'm assuming this was but to, i'm waiting for it to pause because i've been having this pausing issue which is weird because this is like a powerful workstation but anyway um i think it might be the dongle for the microsoft keyboard and mouse i use and interference issue whatever Really, and it everything I just described. Well, yeah, mostly is USB based, so it might maybe it's a USB thing. I've got it. Not that it should need it, but I have it plugged into one of the three point whatever ports. It's not like a two port. I, I don't know. It's the same setup I've been using for years. I mean, basically. So I solved the networking problem yesterday, thanks mm -hmm. to your little tooltip or whatever you want to call it. My tooltip. Well, you you said just set up a local account, make it an admin, and it'll work just fine. And oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. I was thinking about the wireless thing. Oh, oh yeah. No, okay. No. So, so I, that did it. That did it instantly. So okay. I have one okay. guess as to why maybe the maybe the other one doesn't work, but it makes no sense. Well, I was. I, problem, I don't know right? if I so, needed to use an app password like that because that's the only thing I can for think a of. Microsoft account. I I I have so I mean I mean I I'm going to qualify this with memory is bad and what happens with stuff like this is once you get it working, you stop thinking, you're just like, whatever. I just yeah. want this to work. I don't care anymore. 
I have never gotten a, to my memory a Microsoft account to sign in over the network to get to a share or share a share. Like yeah. I've never gotten that to work ever, ever that, that I remember. I, I, I feel like I would remember that because I, that's the goal is you should, you know, if, if the system was modern in any way, you would get a 2FA prompt, whatever it is, it would just work. Mm -hmm. And that's not how this stuff works. And by the way, like um, remote desktop works the same way, or I should say doesn't work the same way. Um, if anyone ever, you know, th these are these are problems like as Microsoft kind of modernizes Windows, they leave parts of it behind and they just never really touch that stuff anymore. And, you know, most people watching this probably have some vague memory of the history of this stuff since Windows XP added the simple network sharing, I think the uh, folder sharing or whatever they called it. It's still in there. The advanced file sharing stuff it dates back to the 90s and Windows NT. That's still in there too. In fact, that's the only way I can get stuff to work. But, you know, remember they did like, um, I think it was Vista or, or 7 anyway. They did home groups for a couple of mm -hmm. years, a couple of versions. Got rid of that. I talked about nearby sharing, which is kind of a more modern thing that's good for light file sharing. It's not It's not really what people want when they think of... But, you know, people who have NASes or uh, sort of a PC they might be using as a server in the house, whatever it might be, like a media server or something like that, or maybe you have something sitting under the TV for playing videos and stuff. You know, this is... It's a need. It's not It's not something my wife would ever want or need, but it, it's, it really just isn't being addressed anymore we're stuck with the stuff from the past and the problem with that is networking protocols and other connectivity technologies have been deprecated and removed right and so you've got issues with smb and and netbios and like all this crazy stuff that you don't really hasn't been a thing you know since the late 90s early 2000s but it's still like kind of in there you know anyway i'm glad you got that to work i um yeah but you know you have an administrator account on you know, look, which is okay. I assume you put a password in and blah, yes, blah, whatever, I mean but, it's password protected, yeah. but it's yeah. still just. Eh. I know, I know. It's not. It's it's a workaround, is what it is. Yeah. What you want is as whatever user you are to sign in and have it give you access to that share. Yeah, that's it. You know, and then on the, on the remote computer, you would have sat down and said, "I want this person to have access to the share, full, full, uh, what are they called, full rights or whatever," mm -hmm. and. Um, and I'm sure you tried to do that. That's when you, because I know you did, because you used the word objects, which is how that thing yep. describes it. It's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, because objects on the networks that would have existed back in the late 90s or whatever were printers and computers mm -hmm. and users, right? Mm -hmm. Probably, I think, or user groups. And I guess we would call it work groups or whatever they might be. So yeah, just welcome back in time, 30 years almost. Crazy. Someone on Twitter mentioned credential manager and actually that rang a bell for me. And I was like, yeah, I did actually. And credential manager is an old fashioned uh, control panel. That's still, there it is. Yeah. There's a windows, there's web credentials, which is bizarre because there's stuff in there. And then there are windows credentials. And I'm just looking at this now. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it, there's stuff in there. I mean, like this, Behind the scenes, Windows is still using this stuff, like creaky, creaky foundation. Yeah. But it works. Does it? Uh, I mean, well, I know you got it to work. I mean, I, I don't know that I would, that would file that one under the, and it just works category. <laughs> but it, I mean, okay. 
Now I'm gonna I'm gonna play with this today. Now I gotta yeah. go look at this. I just because I think that, uh, haven't was, had enough hard topics breaking my brain. You know, the thing that was driving me probably the most nuts about this. So Stardock makes a product mm -hmm. called Multiplicity. It allows you to use multiple computers with a single mouse and keyboard. Think of it as like an RDP style mm -hmm. client. So I'm one of the features of it is that it can just pick up machines that are on your network. Right. So you install the agent on the endpoint, and then I have the primary machine upstairs. So I am upstairs on my own network, accessing the machine in the basement, manipulating Remotely, it, and it works. full thing, and it's perfectly fine. But I can't. I couldn't oh get God. the the network mapping to work, despite the fact that I'm on the network, oh, you're already, accessing you're already the machine. Yeah. <laughs> like it was. Well, Brad, you're in a unique position um, in that you might be able to talk to the person that made this <laughs> and find out what they did because that's crazy. Yeah, I can tell you probably who made it is probably the guy who's retired by now and just yeah, yeah. is like, oh, oh yeah, because this must stay back. Like right. Actually, the other question would be that still works. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, just yeah. works. What's your one password thing? Yes. So uh, I've gone through a, a series of security topics lately that came out of <laughs> the simplest of things. Like I, when Windows 11 23H2 was coming out, and I'm talking like back in August, I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, I need to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cover this in the book. Let me make a prioritized list of what needs to be added. Figure out where that stuff's gonna go. Some of it will be new chapters, but most of it will be added to existing chapters, right? And one of the, you know, 25 or whatever items on that list was pass keys, right? It, and in, in investigating pass keys, because now there's a pass key manager in Windows 11, that's new to 23H2. But actually, pass key support has been in Windows 11 since at least 22H2. I mean, I don't remember. It, it, they never really talked about the timing of it, but you can, uh, you can save pass keys in Windows 11 just like you can whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, th this was like a rabbit hole of topics. And I went down this giant list where like, I, I basically found out that what became Paskey's started with Microsoft and went and Longhorn and them uh, inventing with the industry, the TPM chip that's now in all of our computers and next, you know, uh, secure next generation computing base, whatever the hell that was called and palladium and trustworthy computing and all that Microsoft kind of got the ball rolling on this they didn't invent it necessarily but i mean they're what we now call passkeys that's mm -hmm. the basis of all this stuff anyway it, it it expands out to all this stuff it's like windows hello integration and finally i was like i need to i need to write something about securing a microsoft account because that's how most individuals sign into windows because if that thing isn't secure then your secure windows sign in is not going to mean yep. too much right anyway you can kind of see how this escalates but uh, this turned into two new chapters for the book, which are pretty big and a bunch of articles on the website so far, and mm -hmm. there's more coming. But then I started thinking of course about password managers, right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and trying to think through like how P because everyone actually uses a password manager, whether they think they do or not, right. Because it's built into browsers and blah, blah, blah. And there's a couple of big issues here. Uh, one is that we all have, and I mean, all of us, you, me, my wife, every normal person in the world, everyone has used multiple password managers over time because they've used different browsers and whatever. We've used things where like the browser has come and gone like Internet Explorer or whatever Windows Phone and blah, blah, blah. It's possible like all this stuff is just like kind of out in the world, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the tough steps with a password manager is you have to not just switch to one that you like and can use everywhere and all that stuff, but you have to think about getting rid of the old stuff everywhere yep. else, right? Um, I've noticed in my own browsers, which are all 
inconsistently configured and in using multiple different browsers because I'm trying to make this stuff work everywhere that the browser in some cases was actually autofilling uh, in addition to the password manager. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, I'm sorry, it's a long story, but it goes on and on and on. And and what I got to basically was I had switched to Bitwarden back in February last year. And I, I can't get this. I spent so much time on this probably two weekends ago, trying to get this thing consistently configured everywhere and just working. And so I last weekend I thought going into it I'm I'm switching to one password right yep I, I looked at it it's much simpler it's much easier to get into a consistent state everywhere but here's the problem and and this is why I mentioned passkeys so the beauty of passkeys is uh, one of the beauties is it's a secure way to authenticate yourself against an online service on a device that is by nature secure so in Windows what I mean by that is it has a TPM with secure storage where the passkey is. He has Windows Hello, which you can use to securely sign in, preferably with biometrics, but also by PIN if you have to. Your phone has the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. They don't call it a TPM, but it has a Titan security chip or whatever the name of it is. And if iPhone has whatever they have. And because this system is known secure end-to-end, when you say, yes, I want to have a passkey on this system, it's because the chain is secure. You wouldn't even be offered this if you weren't signing in with a some secure method of like you wouldn't even be offered it right so that the system kind of knows about the security of the system if you will so this is what i wanted to ask you um uh, password managers today by and large require a master password mm-hmm. um one password does uh there is a beta version of one password out in the world now it just came out in december that anyone can sign up for and use pass keys instead of passwords to sign into the password manager um, you have to create a new account right now because it's in beta. You can't use your existing account. That will come. Um, and you actually, you can't have other, me- you, it's only a passkey. And I, I had such trouble using this. I actually created, deleted, created, deleted, then created again the third time my account to, to, until I finally got it to mm-hmm. work. Because one of the beauties of passco or pass, <laughs> pass keys, sorry, is that if I create a passkey in this thing, and then I go to this system and I sign into the same account and it says, use a passkey. It will let me sign in on this thing, even though I'm signing in over here. And then it will say, or should say, do you want to put a passkey here too and make it even more convenient? Because this device is also secure. And you can say yes, and then it becomes super convenient. That's not how this thing works. Dude. It's driving me insane. So here's what I wanted to ask you. Um, this is a little bit. Honestly, this is a, a tough thing to ask someone out in public because you may be doing this in a completely insecure way. And I'm not trying to out you as a mm-hmm. non-secure individual. Uh-oh. But p- one password, like mm-hmm. all password, man- all standalone passwords managers, it's kind of a pain in the ass. You know, you reboot the computer, some amount of time goes by, you get there on a website, you click on a field, the thing doesn't come up, you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And then it's because it's locked. Mm-hmm. What do you do? How, do? Do you actually type in a master password every single time that happens? So it depends what device I'm on. Mm-hmm. So at home on my PC upstairs, I guess I'm yep. exposing myself to a hacker. Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, uh, no, this is the no, no, no. This is a big question. Yeah, I have it set to to not re- lock again until the machine reboots. So there's a setting. So on, in- so on reboot, it, yep. No, I know. I, I this is what I'm going to get to. But yeah. So every so- time I turn the PC on, I have to type in the master password. And then for the rest of the day, I'm fine. I don't have it. Relocked. And until now, that thing reboots. Yeah, right now. And so that's, a, that's the, that's the, 
the compromise you've made here, right? Yeah. But on um, every other because, like device, like mobile devices okay. that I take out in the world, I think it's set to 10 minutes or something like that. Oh, so you actually, okay. So you actually use bet more security on those devices. Yeah. So my argument is if pass keys are, are known to be secure on a device where you have a secure sign in, like a windows computer with windows low or an Android phone with face lock, mm -hmm. unlock, or an iPhone with face ID or whatever. Why, why lock the password manager at all? It, 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 you have to have a little bit of common sense. Like may, if you're in the public space, lock the thing before you go anywhere. Like to, if you're leaving it in a cafe to walk and get more coffee, you can't leave it sitting there open, you know, obviously. But if you're being secure, does it matter if this thing ever locks it is my question. Like what you're doing, actually, what you're doing, I would say is a fairly responsible and secure compromise, right? Because in a perfect world, you would authenticate every single time you needed this thing, but that's stupid because no one's going to use a security feature that's wicked hard to, like that's super inconvenient, right? Mm -hmm. It has to hit that, that, but we have these things where if I sign in automatically with my face and that thing locks or because the computer rebooted, but I've signed in securely with my face why can't it pass through to the password manager, right? right. Technically locked, but it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I guess what, I, what I'm struggling with is I don't want to, I, I, I absolutely cannot publish this as advice. Like I'm, the, I'm not even sure this is a good idea, but with the understanding that no one will do something security related unless it's actually convenient, ideally seamless, which is why pass keys are so beautiful. No one's going to use this feature and or this product. And what people are going to do is just use the one built into Chrome or whatever the browser they use because it never asks them to sign in for anything mm -hmm. for the most part. It turns out actually it does. Every once in a while, you have to authenticate with your Google account, and that's what that's doing. And hopefully it's going to a phone to a thing or whatever. But it doesn't happen that much. And I feel like that's that meets the convenience bar. But it also has to be secure. And I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm really struggling with this. I could not get Bitwarden or... Well, without basically just turning off password, uh, master, what do you call it? Uh, vault locking. Vault, yeah. Um, I couldn't get it to be like seamless. And I feel like with Windows Hello and all the face stuff we have on phones and everything, like it should be, right? Because there's nothing like autofill that doesn't autofill is not autofill, right? Right, like, right. Because we all, we've all seen this, I think, right? You go to a, it could be on yeah, your yeah. phone, your computer, you, you click on the sign in field, like nothing happens. You're like, what's going on? I, I've, I've, 600 passwords in here or whatever it is, right? Yep. Yeah. I think the most diligence part of this whole conversation is one, if you're going to use a third-party password manager, you have to commit to it, to your point, because you have to go- You really into, do. You have to go into every browser, and I mean every right. browser on your phone or everything yep. else, and turn off the built-in one. Right. Because as soon as you start using that, then you're more compromised probably, because then you have passwords in multiple occasions. So once you get through right. that- then you have exactly. to get through the experience of what you're talking about of that thing locking and unlocking. But yep. once you get it used has, to it, it has to work everywhere. I think the one thing yeah. that one password gets right that I struggled with with Bitwarden is I feel like your the way you set it up kind of syncs better or whatever between yeah. devices. Like it actually does a better job of that. The UI is certainly simpler. Yeah, I I use one password. I have no problem with it. I pay for, obviously I pay for it. Um, you have to pay for it. It's yeah. not for everybody. Yeah. Bidwarden is probably mm -hmm. what I would go to if this wasn't what I was going to use. I was on LastPass for a while and then left them for one password, and I've been happy, happy enough to pay this, thirty-five uh, bucks a year for it. 
Yeah, which is reasonable, and uh, for the, what it does, I, I and of course you, it's credit cards and addresses and you can secure storage of other things, whatever you want. But I just I've written thousands and thousands of words that I've not published, and I've rewritten and rewritten, and I'm trying to. And I I said a lot of the stuff you just said. I'm like, yep, that's it. you know, it's all kind of not a bulleted list, but it might as well be. You need to do this. You need to do this. Mm -hmm. You need to do this, and then, but I can't get it <laughs> to work um, seamlessly and securely. I, I can, what I can do is basically stretch out the lock time or turn it off completely. And I guess what I'm at, you know, again, because of the way pass keys work, it's like, well, I've just securely signed into this device. I mean, isn't everything in it? I mean, uh, for, uh, I, I securely signed into my device and anyone who was sitting here has access to all my OneDrive storage and everything that's in there. So if it's good enough for that, why isn't it good enough for a password manager, right? Isn't, aren't they the same level of identity theft or whatever? I'm sure the comments will tell us. I know. Yeah, I hope someone smart chimes in because I, I really don't know. It's hurting my head. I don't think that's the only thing. <laughs> I know. 